What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. So uh, we're back here for episode five on a few points from Perfect, and are we sure it's five? There seems to be some discussion about that. <laughs> I do believe that it's five at this point, yeah. Excellent. And uh, we have the one and only Josh Harris here. Yeah. There's actually another Josh Harris. He's actually a famous, famous Christian uh, pastor who recently renounced his faith. I'm not that guy. Some of my friends thought I was that guy. They're like, what's going on, man? Really? Like, nobody, yeah. But that's so why I am Josh Harris, though. So, and so we need to, uh, for people who don't know, who is Josh Harris? Josh Harris was my business partner for 10 plus years. Yeah, I'd say and I think people on YouTube are slowly starting to figure this out, but I was in business for a few years, got overran by it. Me and you went into business together. Did. I kept my business, me and you created a new business. Mm-hmm. And we operated a business for, well, I guess right out 10 years, didn't we? Yeah, we, we celebrated our uh, 10th anniversary about the same time as we started, kind of like the final talks of, you know, it's probably... Happy 10th anniversary. <laughs> so, so I, I want to correct something. Oh, boy. You say YouTube doesn't know about it. You put my phone number <laughs> on your YouTube station, and a few years ago, I started getting, or whenever I started getting, like, like fans calling, and I'm like, man, you got the wrong this number. This is one of the best accidental mistakes I ever made in my life. So, of course, everybody, when they start YouTube, they never dream it's ever going to do anything, right? Oh, before you get going on this, because we're going to be neighbors, I feel like I need to make a good first So impression. we're making that public? Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, so... I warned him about putting your phone number. Well, putting no, that phone number. No, he YouTube. just told me about putting my phone number out yeah. there. I said, I don't have my phone number. He's out a sure. <laughs> don't worry. That doesn't go to me. <laughs> this is not totally true. Somewhat true, not totally true. So, anyways, to finish his story, I completely believe Jason. Remember, we first started in YouTube. I'm like, ah, nobody's ever going to watch this. It's never going to go nowhere. So, I used to have signs on the yeah. on the sides of my truck. Yeah, are they behind us now? They better not be. They're the other way. You're okay, like, good. So, uh, well, those are some old, that's first edition. That's, one yeah, that's right. old school. You want to show them? You want to show the camera? No, I don't. I, don't show them. <laughs> I need that number to not go so ahead. That's a 281330. YouTube starts catching fire and then I realized that his phone number is pastored all over the side of my truck there. But he's like, you have got to get your people to quit calling me. I'm like, I don't need phone calls. <laughs> They're your people now, huh? I guess. So anyways, yeah, I apologize for that, Josh. I didn't mean to plaster your phone number. Yeah, you were, yeah. But that was proof that YouTube was actually good advertisement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, anyway, so this episode, I guess we're going to kind of recover a little bit of the Simon Harris years and yeah. how you and you worked together, our relationship then, now, it's kind of transpired over the years. Yeah. Um, the one story I always like to uh, tell on Josh I'm sure he's got plenty on me. He's going to get This is dangerous. I know. I know. It's so much fun. I am looking forward to this podcast. So anyways, you know, we were out in uh, Vegas. Oh, no. I knew you were going to Vegas. <laughs> we were out in Vegas. At the I'm... concrete one year. He's walking around telling everybody we're partners. I'm finally oh. pulling this. I'm like, dude, you've got to put business behind partners. Yeah. You know, I'm getting some funny looks back here. <laughs> yeah. like, nothing against that. But we need to clear this up, you know. Well, I mean, I just, he, he, would, he would tell me, yeah, we're partners. And then he'd walk on, maybe looking at me like, <laughs> I'm like, no, business partners. Yeah, I got caught doing that a lot. With That's my, all right. Yeah, my Whatever gets the business, right? That's not the business we were in. <laughs> I'm, you know. Not quite what we were going for. <laughs> well, we had a lot of, we had a lot of runs. Did we go to Vegas like eight, nine years in a row? Uh, yeah, we went to Vegas a few times. Uh, the 
the first year you went by yourself because I was like, I don't know what he's doing. He's Fran- like, that's like frankly, that's when we were like working off my table, and yep. I didn't, didn't have, have we didn't have the cash to go. No. Uh, and then the second year, you were as sick as a dog. Oh yes, he drugged. Oh my! This God. is a true story. He was as sick as a dog. Before we get too far into this, because we're going to hear about it in the comments, you guys got to stop banging on the table. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm hearing a bass drum. Should I put my drink down here too? You can do whatever. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. Yeah. So this came back to bite him in the butt. Well, he was talking. Go ahead. I got to mediate this. Oh yeah. So uh, <laughs> well, this is how we go back and forth and we correct each other. It's fun. Um, I mean, well, I'm supposed to. He's supposed to be at my house shortly. We're going to Vegas for the first time. It's my first time. We're going to World of Concrete. His first time going to Vegas. First, first time Vegas. First time World of Concrete. So I've never been to that conference, and he kind of already been there and scoped things out the year before. So uh, he gives me a call. Like we're supposed to be heading to the airport, and he's he's like, "Man, I can't. I'm on the John. I can't get off I'm this. Sicker than, like, this I'm throwing up this and that." And I said, "Get to my house." <laughs> I said, I'm going to put you in the truck. I'll drive. I'll drive to Louisville. I said, just get in the plane. And that was my mantra. Do you remember that? Yeah. I said, just, just get, get in, the- in the plane. He, he was convinced once I got in the plane, there was no turning back. So I remember this. We get, we had to fly into Detroit for a layover. And we landed on one side of the airport, and we had to fly on the other side of the airport. And I hit every bathroom across that airport. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, but according to FAA laws, he's kind of right. Once you get on the plane, there's no turning yeah, back. I, oh, that was that was the most miserable flight. And I thought yeah. we were safe because we didn't sit next to each other. <laughs> so he's like laughing at people sitting next to me in the back of the plane. Uh, and then I, uh, uh, the end of that story, and where he's saying it bit me in the butt, was that... Yes, uh, he was sick on the way home. <laughs> uh, actually, it wasn't on the way home. It was before we even left. That last day, yeah. we went out to eat at one place, and I was just like... Yeah, I excused myself. I was secretly over there throwing a little party inside. <laughs> and, and then, and then Josh, Josh came in behind me, and I was in the stall throwing up. And they came back out, and he, t- he told the, the table, like, I don't know who's in there. Was somebody sicker than a dog? <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> Oh no, it's Josh. Josh was in yeah. the party with us. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, we had a good time. So I just want to hit on a little bit of the the business of Simon Harris. So everybody knows me now as being in the excavating business, which is. We, we basically started our business in the recession. Yeah. And I, whenever, I first got, <laughs> whenever I first got started, I couldn't afford to be in the excavating business the way I wanted to. And we kind of, that kind of led me into the ICF route, mm-hmm. which never, where I'm going with this is whenever we were in business, that was kind of our bread and butter was the ICF. It was. Uh, ICF industry. And uh, covered this a little bit in the last podcast over the lifestyle of um, being self-employed, but... The way we worked is I didn't like being in the office and you didn't really care to be on the job. Right. So you were the guy that were out doing sales, doing the bidding, uh, taking care of the books, managing the office. We did have an intern and a full-time secretary while we were up and running. Yeah, it took a while to get there, though. Yeah, it took a while to get there. And then, I guess at one time, what did we have? I think the most we ever had was 10 or 11 guys working. We'd have three or four houses going at a time. I, I think we topped out at probably yeah i don't know a one time and counting summer help probably we were 11 12 yeah Yeah, because my my role was um i didn't really get to work a whole lot because i was just managing whether it be managing people managing subs in the middle or the the heyday years i guess um and our bread and butter was building custom homes high-end custom homes i'd even say yeah but i mean that's not how it started no i mean you can elaborate on that i mean starting out Looking back, would you tell two guys in their late twenties in the middle of the 
the I Great Recession. Is. Hey, why don't you get into a home building business? <laughs> My friends were coming to me. I like, guess that is a good thing to point out is I was 25 and you were 26 because you're a year older than me, right? Oh, we were older than that. Well, I started Simon C. Neander when I was 25. Yeah. So. 2000, in 2008, I was about 27. 27, okay. Yeah, a year yeah. off. I'm, I'm sorry. A year off. Sorry. I'm just. No, I you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. We're, we're in the late trying, 20s. I mean, you were bald then, but. I was, I was bald then. I just was in denial. <laughs> I'm just tickled with the fact that we found somebody who's just like you and can give you back. Well, hold on. I, th- I don't take that as a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if can give it back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're like that. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So. I, uh, it was insane. We had very little capital. Not none. We had. None. We were using Grandpa's barn. Yep. And he let us use that for free. And he complained for a while. We tried to straighten I it up. I was down there today. Looking for an office chair, and I seen some old rebar corbels down there from the bricklayers. I was thinking, damn, there's a blast from the past. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how we got uh, accounts at some of our vendors. Well, I had some of them established. Oh, that's right, that's from right. From yeah. being the yeah. Simon C and E staff, yeah. um, I which helped us at least get the foot in the door. But mm-hmm. I mean, we kind of built from there. And I struggled for a long time to get my first house to build, and I got my first house, which was a friend of mine's, Josh. And then that snowballed into another house, and then it kind of took off a little bit. Mm-hmm. And when we built like two or three houses back to back, we thought we had this dog whooped, and then we went like six months with nothing. Yeah, I, that sounds about right. Cause, I uh, mean, because for me, it was always, I was always looking at the crystal ball. Like, like I was working on stuff that was going to happen six months from, from now. So for me, it just, it, it looked different in my world, right. you know. But yeah, those were... Yeah, that was wild. I can't believe we... Looking back on it, it's crazy. It was. I mean, I wanted to move back home. We, we knew it was about time for us to start a family, so we, we were looking to move back home. Um, and yeah, I think actually my brother kind of... Yep. Yeah, the, the previous employer I had, I actually... His brother was my uh, helper, and uh, he's the one... Of course, you were a year ahead of me in high school. Yes. And we knew each other, but we didn't... Like, we knew who each other was, but that was about it. And um, his brother was the one that kind of yeah. got us talking about it. And I'll say that I think there's different ideas about partnerships and what make partnerships work and fail. Uh, and, we, and we're friends now. We're yeah, friends. Yeah. Um, but when we entered into our partnership, we were not friends. No, no. I mean, we were friendly. Right. Um, but, but we, we were, had no prior relationship. No, we were at the best acquaintances. And this guy back home is thinking about doing this crazy business about well yeah because i brought icf to you and i know your first impressions on it weren't the greatest then you got to study it on it a little bit and you thought yeah there might be something here and never uh, heard of it yeah right. yeah i was in the i i've been in the manufacturing manufactured housing industry and and which um, is i mean they're too extreme yeah yeah well, too and, extreme into the spectrum yeah right? i was working for a big corporation and my whole my whole love affair with icf in the beginning is it was different and before you get too far down your love affair of ICF. Oh, come on now. Me and ICF, we're like. I know. I, I don't want to interrupt too much of it now, but we are supposed to have another podcast with Josh back on. Yeah. So uh, we'll have, we hope to have Josh back on. We're going to cover energy efficient housing and right. pros and cons of ICF and building envelopes. And a whole. that's a whole nother. So anybody hour. listening to this now could potentially leave yeah. comments with questions. Oh, and, you're good at this. Yeah. And send, <laughs> send an email to us at a few points. He's just not pretty crazy the, the table. That's right. So anyways, ICF, I, I couldn't make money 
I, I couldn't make enough money to excavate to make ends meet. This thing ICF intrigued me because I thought it was a really cool system and nobody else was doing it. So I kind of started going down that road, which ended up being good for us. And that's probably the... Oh, yeah, it was good that, for us. I'm, I mean, I don't want to answer this question for you, but that was probably the one thing that got you to consider to come into business with me was ICF after you've seen it and kind of believing in it yourself. Yeah, I mean... What's every, and there's a lot of good home builders, but you know, a lot of home What sets you apart? What sets you apart? We're a family owned uh, uh, home builder. Well, it's always that guy. It's always that, you know, and there's a lot of good, you know, home builders. But what sets you apart? And these crazy dudes in their late 20s in the middle of a session <laughs> are, building, these are, Lego are building houses yeah. out of concrete. And uh, that is so dumb. Let's check them out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's, you know. So, yeah, it definitely set us apart. And people thought for the longest time, we refused to build stick frame. Yeah. Even our vendors who were selling us ICF were surprised by that. But we were kind of like, we need to and then we differentiate this, ourselves and we in the market. this later, but hindsight being 2020, we maybe should have stuck with that. But uh, that's a whole other podcast there. Did you get into building stick frames? We, we built a few. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, we we, at the end, we started just, well, in the middle, we started, you know... Just saying, you know, it's more than ICF. We know about energy efficient construction. Yeah. And so uh, people, we, we got a really sweet deal on a spray foam rig, frankly. Yeah. That, I mean, am there I wrong? Was, there was a lot of different variables into that. I don't know a good way to explain that over a podcast, but we built, I know, two stick frame houses we built. Did we build any more? How many houses did you think we built? Close yeah, to we, we, we built, uh, we built, we built. Three stick frame houses. Okay. I can't think of the third one, which is fine, but we built a lot of houses. Yeah. And one of them for was with a gentleman who owned a um, spray foam rig. Who owned the spray oh, foam yes, rig yes, that we yes, used. Yes, yeah, is that yeah, the one yeah, you forgot about? The, yeah, which was the whole reason why we... Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and they're good, they're good homes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's yeah, just they're like, really good homes. And, well, I, I, I didn't go out as far as say they're some of the best stick frame, <clears throat> stick frame homes in this area. It just wasn't our... Forte. It wasn't our specialty. It wasn't what we were known for. It wasn't what we were good at. There was less of the job we could do in-house. We had to sub more out. There's more out of our control. There's just a lot more variables involved that we weren't. And I'll just say, you know, I'm the, I was the salesman. There's more competition. Yeah. I'm sorry. I keep touching the table. That's all right. So you, so tell, far you, you smack it. me when I do it. Yeah. <laughs> there was more competition. If you wanted an ICF home in this region, you were going to call two folks. Yeah. And we were the ones. We were and, we were, and we were the ones that. I don't want to sound cocky or arrogant when I say this, but we were the ones that started the ICF home industry in our local region, I would say. There, whenever we started in the ICF world, there was like two ICF houses in our county that I knew of. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, I got that information. Were they, were they basements or... We, we, I thought we were the guys who started they, from they were, the... You're correct. They were just okay. basements, and I got that information from... Um, well, one of them was it because we ended up building across from his neighbor. Uh, that's correct you know who I'm talking about yeah that uh, was the Tiger's first Tiger was his name good dude that was the first one and the other one was a basement so whenever we started in this there was maybe three houses that had ICF in them in our county and we started doing it having some success with it and some other guys started doing it having some success with it and then Betts Brothers which was a couple counties north of us yeah. they were started doing the same thing out there and having it. so between the two of us we made, we made it known what it was and, see, and showed the benefits of it and that's when our business really kind of took off. So yeah. we were uh, we were definitely unique in that we were building yeah. ICF houses from the footer to the rafter. Yeah, 
And then we were able to prove the benefits of that. Yeah. I feel like we need to backpedal just a touch and actually explain what ICF is. I thought we were doing that next episode. Yeah, but it's going to completely be. I'm sorry. Generic, uh, generic yeah. uh, explanation. Yeah. Uh, insulated concrete forms. Uh, they are big boy foam Legos. Lego blocks yeah, that, you, know that you fill for a rebar and then fill full of concrete. And, and you, you'll build an entire house out of this, minus the rafters? I mean, yeah, the exterior walls of the home are all built with mm-hmm. this. Yeah. Um, super energy efficient, super strong. You know, concrete don't burn like wood does. Uh, and uh, thermal bridges. I mean, there's yeah, just termites the, don't eat concrete. Yeah, the the, the list of it's, it's the old adage: you get what you pay for. Yeah, it costs a little bit more, but you get so much more in return. So if you figure that out, it's... if you guys talking about ICF, we're gonna keep going. Do you want to keep talking about ICF? <laughs> yeah, we. No, that'll be the next. We're, one. we're both okay, okay. we're both very passionate about ICF. Yeah. So uh, back to the Simon Harris business. So mm-hmm. whenever we started off, you were working off your kitchen table. Uh, it was me and basically two guys. There was, yeah. and, and you weren't full time in the office at that point. You were out on the job quite a bit as well. Uh, I, I was running a painting company. Remember that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I was, I was had Josh Harris painting. But if we had an ICF job going, you were out stocking block. You were out helping us pour. Oh yeah, they get so frustrated with me. Yeah, <laughs> they would. We're still not sure if he was help or not. But he was out there. I, I wasn't much Why help. Is that? That's just not my. <laughs> that's not my. I mean, I'll let Michael speak to that. That's not my well, bag. I'm not. One, one thing I told Josh is, and I knew whenever me and Josh went into business together that he wasn't the hands-on guy out in the field. Right. But I thought it was important for him to at least be out there to see how it went together. So whenever he was selling I, it, I, he, he, he was knowledgeable about our processes and what we did. Because I could tell about it all day long, but unless he's actually there doing it. You know. I feel the exact same way, but not so much from the sales aspect as from the estimating aspect. Well, yeah, like yeah, wow, this point. is taking a lot longer than okay. I thought to to do this aspect of the job, and and this little product, the piece of the project that's you know costing a lot of time and material or whatever, we need to find a different way or, or figure that into the bid. So you got a full hands-on understanding of the entire process, yeah, and that. Consequently, yeah, I'd say you. everything we did at Simon Harris at one point or another, he was part of actually doing it yeah. right, on the job. You know, I, mean, so, I think you know I've been in in uh, well, I've saw you in the corporate world, and where the guys making all the decisions are so far removed from what's happening on the ground that they're having a hard time understanding why the numbers are coming out the way they're coming out. I feel like if I you know stayed in touch with the the project, I, I knew like, okay, this takes longer. I need to bid accordingly. You know, that was real simple. And the guys knocked it out and we're making good money on yeah. that. So let's do more of that. And that's one right. thing Josh was excellent at was, was tracking those costs and expenses and knowing mm-hmm. where we're making money out of the house, where we're losing money out of the house, where we're breaking even at. What well, and that kind of takes us back to ICF. That's where, that was our biggest profit margin on the house. So if we could just, you know, hammer out ICF, that's what we were good at, you know, right. that's, mm-hmm. Um, it's what we were known for, and sometimes you had to do the other stuff to get the ICF part. But that's what he come into play is figuring out how we can make that make that all work together. So, yeah. but what, kind of going through the timeline here of of Simon Harris. So we we get together. I guess basically the conversation the way I remember it is is I had my business. Uh, I didn't really want to sell my business or let you into that, so I said, "Hey, we'll start." I something. had no money to buy that business. I <laughs> 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 you know. So. Uh, I said, well, let's just start a business from scratch, which is yeah. what we did, which yeah. is where Simon Harris come into play mm-hmm. at. So the first, what, two, three years, we ran a pretty lean ship. You were working off your kitchen table. I was working out of my shop here, basically. Mm-hmm. We were beg, borrowing, and stealing to get by. We finally started catching a little bit of traction. I guess it was about the third year. 
And uh, that's when we bought the property where the Derby Market's at now. Yep. And uh, the, which the other building on that property, which I think it's in some of my early, early videos, uh, was our office. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was the old scale house for a quarter. Remember we bought this thing? The roof was fell in, the floor was collapsed. I didn't want to go see it. Michael said, Hey, when you come to I'm like, No, I ain't looking Josh at Josh was like a hard no. That I wasn't no, a hard no, 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 I was a no. And, and here's here's what broke me though, is because and it was it was one of the best it was one of the best business decisions it, yeah, we ever made. Um but I had a crime we we had a baby. <laughs> right. And it's crying in our two bedroom on bath house and I'm on our kitchen table and you know, I'm like yeah, let's go look at that place with the roof yeah, yeah. in. I mean, well, the other so part of that, office sounds good. Yeah, office well, the other really part good. of that yeah. is, is you know, he had a family now. I was getting ready to have a family, and it's not as simple just to drop in to go over a spreadsheet or something. You know, we, right. we needed a mutual meeting point, and we had we use your home mailbox as our address. Yeah, Remember and that? we had you know we were getting more and more traction, so we needed a place to meet with customers. Right. So yeah, that was kind of a slow remodel process. We got the downstairs done and moved on the upstairs, and then I guess for what. Five to seven years in there, we kind of, I don't want to say we were on autopilot, but we were pretty much cranking out houses, doing our thing. But we, I mean, we never really made the money we thought we should be making. We made well, more money working off your kitchen table than we ever did working on that office. Well, being small time, how, how do you want to explain that? I don't know how, I think you know what I'm trying to say. I, I know exactly what you're trying to say. Um, exactly. We, 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 we <laughs> exactly. Where's the escape me? We, we, we had trouble scaling. Yes, that's, that's you. You were our number one producer in the field. I was our number one producer in the office, but I was only in the office until Deanna came along. Right. But still, I was the estimator. So you know, and your role changed a lot because when we were doing one house, and hey, yeah, look, look at our there. margins on one house. Mike's there, part of the crew. Yeah. What if we had two houses? That's double the income. And yeah, we we I think at the end we realized we could probably do two houses at a time. So let's do 20. <laughs> well, we never went to 20 at a time. We were doing the most we ever had going at one time was four or maybe a fifth one in there for a short period of time. Mm -hmm. And, and it, Mike went from being the guy, I mean, remember the days when we were building Gravy's house, whenever we didn't have to say which job, you know, it was yeah. like, hey, we need the job box here. Well, I knew where here meant, you know. Right. Or it was hey, for materials, you know what I mean? Yeah. How much ICF do we have there? Well, we knew where there was. Mm -hmm. And whenever that grew, Michael's job changed from being um, on-site foreman to project manager of multiple projects. Yeah. And we had a good crew. We had so a good my, crew. My, yeah, not, my, my time was no longer billable on the job. It was a dead expense of managing. Yeah. We, we both were managers in the company. Yeah. And we, we had a good crew, don't get me wrong. I don't know what to say except we, we had a hard time scaling. That's that's probably the best way to put it is um, we were too small for the two of us and we never could get big enough to justify both of our times the way we wanted to justify. Does that make sense? I think so, yeah. It's like it's kind of like what we talked about with Farmer Chris and our farmers in an acre. You know what I mean? It's like two guys can farm 2,000 acres and make good money and work their butts off, but three guys can't farm 3,000 acres and make money because there's so many other, it's like you either got to farm 2,000 acres or you got to farm 5,000 acres. Well, with us, it's either you built two houses or you had to build 15 houses because our revenue went through the roof, but our profit margin didn't. And you know, you're not going to edit this at all? No. Okay, I will say it. I remember the day that I, 
Well, I don't want to, I don't want to boast, but I remember no, a day. No, I remember no, a day no, when no. our revenue number hit a number that I always dreamed our revenue number. Yeah, one million dollars. One million dollars in a year. Mm -hmm. That was revenue, and I remember feeling bad that I had to call Michael to tell him that because revenue, woo, oh, yeah. cost follow, baby. Yeah, and and we're looking at each other like that's one of the years we made the least amount of money. Yeah, we're making money. Like, no, everybody's eating. Yeah, yeah. everybody went on vacation. Yeah. Kids went to Holiday World. Well, I don't I think don't... it's out of line to yeah to have a number in your head that you would want to have as far yeah. as owning a company because when you own the company, it becomes your next child. Yeah, yeah that's a good you're... way to put it. You know, it was it wasn't yeah. a kid does. So yeah, say. yeah, you're, and when you're we... devoting more time than someone walking in, clocking in. You you deserve to get yeah. compensated for that. And when we hit that number, and I was like, you know, but I'm, but I'm looking at the P and L, and I'm looking right. at the cost. I'm like, man. The bottom number didn't grow nearly as fast as the top number did. In they fact, weren't proportional. What, part of that, though, too, is you think about how far, because we're in a very isolated area. I mean, yeah. We're surrounded by Hoosier National Forest. Yeah. We were driving very far. Yeah, we were traveling up to three hours for jobs. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it would be different if we're, like, in a metropolis where, you know, you're just across town or, you know, we were we started to travel quite a bit and... So I and that well so so your project managing was like a lot of road time. Yeah, I mean going from Corden to Santa Claus, you know, is I'll never forget the day I went all the way to Corden and got to the door and realized there was not a key there, <laughs> and I had to go all the way back to Derby, get the key, come all the way back to Corden. It was about two hour round trip. Oh yeah. Yeah, my day was you know half my right. day was shot. So I think I, I I remember that year we hit a we hit a million dollars revenue and and the profit wasn't what we thought it was and that's when we decided we were going to start trying different variations of this. So you know we uh, we I think one variation is we were going to do less stuff in house and sub more stuff out. And um, I'm trying to remember some of the other variations. You know we were going to try to get me back with tools in my hands and and less managing. And um, over the course of the next what three years we. We probably tried two or three different models of our business. Would you say that was correct? Yeah, that that, that is. Um, cool. we, and we always had a we always had a good team. I'm not trying to say that. It's yeah, no, it had absolutely fault, nothing to do with the, nothing to do with the people we were working with. We we were probably very fortunate to have some really good employees along the way. Mm -hmm. uh, but it just it, it goes back to scaling. I think that's the best way to put it. We couldn't find a way to scale it profitably, mm -hmm. um, and. We and people tried to get us to move to different markets. Yeah, to, I mean, remember they tried to get us to move to Oklahoma. Remember yeah. that? Yep. Um, yeah. We had a lot of opportunities. Yeah. So I guess you know after scaling, after trying, let's just say four different variations of scaling and doing different things, building. You know, I think at one time we were building close to ten houses a year, and then we scaled back to maybe three houses a year, and uh, we we tried a bunch of different things. I think at some point we kind of decided the writing was on the wall of we we were both comfortable we tried every way we knew how and something was going to have to change. I don't how do you want to put that in the words? I would say that we could have kept building three houses a year and been fine, but that's not what we thought. But we that's would not have. what I, but that's that's not what we started out for. right. We we, we could have been fine and had a nice little. We life. could have made a good yeah. living with that, yeah. provided for our families, but that wasn't. That wasn't your goal or my goal, either one. And then I think <clears throat> life happened and, and we had other interests. I mean, you were always the happiest playing in the dirt. <laughs> still is. I mean, that, no, that was, yeah. that, that, I mean, that's the truth of the matter. Yeah. You were, I mean, that was where you found your most joy, your, 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 you know, the, the most fun. 
Um, I, I got involved. Well, that was my passion for me. I'm sorry for. I don't know. I'm not hearing it, so it's okay. okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I still didn't hear it. Everybody <laughs> comments on what I'm. I'm sure they'll hear it. But no, to your point, you know that's well. Even back in the beginning, when I wanted to get started, that's what I wanted to do: was be in the excavating business. Yeah. But it just didn't. And I'm not putting that on you. I got more involved with church. No, and no, my, I my life it, was I just taking us in different directions. We had we had new interest. We looked at other interests, frankly. Yeah. We talked about it. We got into real estate investing, which honestly was very profitable. Yeah, that was probably, uh, we diversified ourselves in some uh, investment properties. And uh, it wasn't, I wouldn't say it was a home run, but it probably, uh, it, it, I don't know if it saved our butts the right world, but it would end up being a nice little backup insurance policy or uh, an offsetting of some of some other issues. I, I would say that, yeah, I think real estate invest. I mean, as a team, we could go in and size up a piece of property, and it worked and, very well with what we had going on at the time. Yeah, it did it is the best way to so. So to sum it all up, first off, with the Simon Harris, it's we. It's not like we went bankrupt. It's not like we. Oh no, we just kind of decided to walk away. It's not like we weren't profitable. We yeah. just weren't meeting the goals we had set for ourselves. Yeah, was really the only failure we had in the business. Would you say that? I would never use the word failure. People have. We, we we had a, a decent business with a good reputation. Yes. We, had, we had a good business for, with a good reputation for 10 years. Um, life took us in different directions. We Did we meet the goals at those 27-year-olds? You know, I, I thought we would have offices in Evansville and Louisville. Yeah. Did we that, do that? That was, kind of our, that was our big scale plan yeah. was to, to yeah. franchise it. Yeah. Was and, kind of what we had in mind. And, and, it, and at the end, I mean, we were... I, when those 27-year-olds wanted to get the phone calls that we were getting in our mid-30s. Like, the, you know, the, those clients were calling us. We're at the top of their yeah. of their list. And we were getting those phone calls. Um, but we, were, we were sought after for high-end projects. We were sought after. Yes, that, that's a good way of saying it. Uh, but we were just like, you know, you felt life was taking you a different direction. I felt life was taking me in a different direction. And the goals that those 27-year-olds had... We weren't going to start an office in Louisville or Evansville. No, that was quite apparent that that direction was not, you know, yeah. Which, to go back to our different methods we tried, I mean, that, it's not like we didn't try to do that. It just never, the opportunity never came to make it work. Yeah. And it was quite clear that opportunity probably wasn't going to come. Yeah. So, one thing I want to point out, I think one of our biggest accomplishments of Simon Harris's construction is we did win two international awards for our work. Which I mean, I don't that's, know why I even bother to write these things. You guys are just hitting all the points anyway. <laughs> so uh, international, yeah. Goals. I'll let you. So uh, where were those houses? I'll let you elaborate and explain what those were. Many thanks to Diane Gravy. <laughs> uh, uh, they were the first folks. To, oh no, they weren't the first folks. So what we but, won was explain what the award is. What we won was an ICF Builder Award. What was it? Uh, I mean, what was the technical award? I they're, they're, Builder Award. Yeah, but they had different categories. Were we, oh, so we were in, uh, we, we won, the one we won was in... Uh, uh, large residential, was that it? Or medium-sized? Uh, yeah, large residential. residential. It was a residential. Large residential than unlimited residential. You remember it. better than me. Yeah. But that was the first house that people really were like, oh, Josh and Michael, we built the Gravis house. That was house. the first high-end home we built. Well, that was the first house that I think a lot of our friends were like, Maybe Josh and Michael aren't crazy. Yeah. Maybe they could have a business. So it just it just yeah. takes an international And you know what? Award. A big part of that, talking about differentiating, uh, and God, hey, I'm not talking down about any of the other builders in, in our area. Uh, we were very proficient in, in email and sending yeah, PDFs. That's a good point because and, whenever we got, whenever we started into business, which was 
what, 12 years ago now? Uh, roughly from today? 2009, uh, February 2009, we formed our LLC. So, yeah, about 12 years ago. Um, mostly Josh, less me, but, you know, he was very efficient with a computer and email and texting and all that. And all of our builders we were competing with were guys in their 50s and 60s, which most of them were either retired or not in business no more. And, you know, we had a new technology, which, you know, usually got smarter, more educated people. Uh, well, uh, well, I, I don't mean that. that people I mean, who felt more comfortable with technology. Right. And how many contracts did you sign every meet the customer? Uh, significant. Yeah. Significant. Which, I mean, thinking about these old school guys, that was unheard of. Right. You know, and there was a lot of times that we never even met the customer until we rolled up on the job site before they yeah. start. There were some times I didn't meet them until <laughs> we did sign the contract. Uh, yeah. We're here to build you a house. But one of those first... The, the gravity home that we yeah. won our first award on her children. I mean, cause you know, she had different, she had good options and, and a lot of our local builders could have built her a wonderful house. Mm-hmm. They, their primary residence was in Ohio and they were going to be there during this build. Well, you know, I'm little, I could email her pictures of how's going on. And, and, and I think her kids were like, uh, Diane told me, I don't know if I've told you that Diane told me, I think it was her daughter said, go with the young guys. They can communicate with you while you're, <laughs> while they're gone. And they took a, they rolled the dice on us. Yeah. And, uh, and that, then that, was, that house was definitely a turning point for our business. So then I found out about the first few years we went to the world of concrete, we went to the show and it was our dream to one day even be like a nominee. Mm-hmm. And then we built our house and I'm like, gee whiz, you think? Well, <laughs> Diane, bless her heart. Like it was a grant writer or something. Yeah. Which uh, is the homeowner. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, Hey Diane, would you be interested? Like, here's what we need to submit. And she's like, I'll get right back to you. Yeah, she did an awesome job. Did an awesome job. Uh, submitted it. And we came in second, second, second yeah. place. Well, second. There was a, uh, so they, they submit, how this works is, is they uh, submit projects from all around the world and they're narrowed down to five. And then they have the big banquet in, in Vegas and then they top, they pick the top three. And uh, we got second in, I think it was large residential, uh, which you got to think there was, I don't know how many, I'm sure there's thousands of projects. Was it was a small residential? I can't remember. Crash calls was unlimited. Okay. It was in the residential yeah. world because they have, uh, they got small, large and unlimited maybe. And then they got, they also did it for commercial projects. Commercial, yeah. Okay. Cause, um, so, so that was the first one, which, uh, that got us a lot of, I mean, I got our name out there quite a bit. I wouldn't say we got a lot of jobs off of it, but it definitely got our name known in the industry. Like we were. People talked real... to us at booths then at the World Cup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't talk to yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. They, you know, that in the, in, as far as the industry goes, like other block manufacturers and other people in the industry, they knew who we were at that point. So I guess then it was what, uh, four or five years later, we won our second one, which we only, we only submitted for two. So. <laughs> yeah. What was Maybe that? that's where you went wrong. Yeah. I should have kept going. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was the Kraskoff house. Which and was, Diane wrote that one and too. Diane did write that one too. <laughs> but uh, that was uh, that was probably our most ambitious project we took on as Simon Harris. It was uh, about a seventeen thousand square foot house. I don't That's know if we, I don't know if we mansion. ever got a, a technical square footage because I think the project grew. My, my favorite, I, I, I tend to tell people it was fifteen thousand square feet. House. Is he sold that house? It's for sale. Yeah, it's gone. It's sold. Oh, it's sold? Yeah, oh, it's good sold. for him. I talked to him the other day. He's up in Indy. But my favorite story from this house is we build this house, and the whole house is ICF, all right? And it's got this huge four-bay garage it gets added on. It's actually stick-framed. 
So we get the house up, it's on the roof, and then we decide to go out and start building the garage. So we get it all framed up and get it in the roof. And there's this bonus room, it's probably like 2,000 square feet above this garage. And the homeowner walks in there, he's like, wow, I didn't see this room on the plans. <laughs> well, crap. <laughs> and I should say, this homeowner was probably one of the best guys we ever had. He was so for. chill. He was cool. He was, he was awesome. I, I still talk to him on a regular basis, but... Uh, that, I think that was an unlimited one, and uh, which is the big boy class. You know, that's where all the, the million-dollar homes are at, I'll say it. Right. And uh, we ended up getting runner-up in that, too. Did we get runner-up or third place? We got runner-up. I'm pretty sure we got runner-up. I got them up there on my desk. I'll have to go look, but okay. let's just stick to the point we won an award. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we won an award. We don't have to it, it, International. We won award. an award. You, don't have to, you just leave the place out. Yeah. It's not like a race, you know? <laughs> This plaque on the wall says we're good at this. But that, I mean, that's, uh, I'm, I'm proud of a lot of things we did at Simon Harris. Uh, we did, we did, we did a bunch of projects. We never have counted how many houses we built. I'd say it's close to 100. Oh, you think it's 100? I got 70 something stick pins on that map from the office. You got the map up there? Yeah. That's just in Perry County. Well, you're probably getting really close to 100. So that'd be my guess. That'd be my guess. Uh, over the course of 10 years. That's 10 houses a year. You know, I, I don't. Time gets away. It's great. It, it, yeah, it does. I mean, it, uh, and, uh, and all the, what I call the smaller jobs in there. Are you considering all the smaller, any ICF jobs? That you're yeah, considering? well, yeah, I guess that is true. It'd be, it. we always stick pin an ICF job. Yeah. Not necessarily so okay, big, okay. So. That, 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 that may be, I'm not going to disagree with you. Yeah. You know, a guy should probably keep track of that kind of thing. <laughs> Which we got. We did have a map. We yeah, had a map. Yeah, we, we just, we, you know. Records, maybe. Just, <laughs> yeah. That was his job. I had Deanna do it. She was great. Deanna was awesome. Now, four which years Deanna ago, which, uh, which house were you guys building? Yeah. Well, I think it was the Blue Pins. So, I guess after, um, I guess it was two years ago now, we basically had a transition year. Like, we made the decision that this was going to be our last year. We had contracts to fulfill. We, we were strongly considering it. I'll say that. We were definitely, you know, there for a while. We, we, were, uh, we were starting to flip houses and, you know. We really wanted to get into the, um, the spec home market. We did. But, but our area just didn't. Um, we never built the same house twice. And rightfully so, customers always want to make changes to their house when they build. And, it, and it's hard to, that, that takes a lot of labor and time to manage. With a spec home, you get option A, B, or C, and you build the same house twice. And I, I've always said if I could build the same house twice, I could do it cheaper the second time. So you're talking layout, not the same physical house? Yes. Okay. The same floor plan. Yeah. But we just, uh, you know, with, with our area here, with our markets, uh, real estate market, I guess I would say we'd have to probably do that an hour away from the home base here, and it just—I mean, we never found a feasible opportunity. We were we, we would have to change the way, and we looked at it a lot. We would have to change the way we built homes. Yeah, nothing wrong with spec homes that are being built around here, but the way we did it, we would have to change the way we were building homes. Yeah, we went for a hundred percent quality and efficiency versus um, how cheap can you build square footage. I don't know. Right. We, uh, ju we, we, we just become, I guess, I guess in a lot of ways we came stuck in our ways. Yeah. And we didn't want to change. Yeah. We, uh, I, don't know, I, I don't want to say it's not that we didn't want to have our name on it, but it wasn't us. Like, that's what we, it wasn't who you were, it wasn't who I was, and it wasn't what we wanted to be known for. 
Um, so, so with all that being and, said, and, and all, I mean, as I looked at the margins, yeah, we'd have to build. Sorry, the table again. No, no, we'd have to build it. twenty houses to do the same thing we were doing off five or six. It, it was just going to be. It was going to be a different business model. Yeah, and we weren't. We, we, we strongly looked at it. Going back to our previous conversation, we had tried many different avenues and they hadn't worked and we just decided not to go down that avenue because mm -hmm. we kind of knew from past experience where we might end up at. Yeah. So we had, um, we had a little bit of a transition year. We had contracts we needed to fulfill. We had some jobs we needed to get done. Um, you started gearing up doing your thing. Um, can I say what you're doing now? Is that all right? Yeah. Um, you took a full-time job in ministry. Uh, part-time job. Part-time yeah. job at the church. Yeah. Well, I was doing I was doing as a volunteer for over yeah, four years. Yeah, you were doing the whole time. We and were it just kind of grew, so. And then, uh, and now you're also director of our local Habitat chapter. Yep. Um, Habitat for Humanity. I decided to go back into the excavating business, uh, which pretty much the excavating business full-time, as you guys know from the YouTube channel, I do still do some ICF, but it's not what I go out. It's not the work I go out and search for. It's just uh, contractors we've worked for in the past, um, you know, doing some doing some work for them. Have you done any um, from the footer to the rafter ICS? I have not. Actually, the only one I've done on YouTube from the footer to the rafter is your edition. Is that the last one we That's did? That's the last one we did. That's okay. the last Simon Harris pour we did was your edition. Now, I do have one in Corden that I'm going to do uh, probably the first of the year. I thought one of those ones for over in Spencer County we did after mine. No, nope. mine the last one? Yours was the last one. Your pour was the last ICF pour from Simon Harris. You're probably right. Uh, I hate to say that. And then at some point someone's moving out here and they need a house built. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I guess where I'm going with all this is is we were in business for 10 years together and I think one thing that's important to point out is we still got the same relationship now, or probably a better relationship than now than what we did when we got started. Well, I, f I feel like we're we're better friends now. Yeah. Um, when we started, it was a business relationship. I mean, are we want to talk about partnerships and how that works at all, or what do you want to talk? about? You can about? go wherever you want to with this. I want to kind of get um, kind of get where we're at now, and then we'll get into. Uh, I'm sure you got some stories about. Uh, one thing I want to cover is uh, I don't know what your you, what your take would be on this, but our biggest fight, our biggest argument we ever had, it was right here. Yeah, I know. I think it's the same one. And, and one of our employees, <laughs> that's where I left, said, "Do I need to find another job?" <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a lesson to be learned from that fight too. But anyways, um, but no, I mean, we're, well, now you made me forget where we were at. Um, that's a talent. That is a talent. That's pretty pretty good right there. Well, I want to go on to Josh's point though about uh, partnerships. Okay. So, get more into that, the dynamics of it. I've got a lot of thoughts on partnerships and how they, how, how they work. With, um, with business in front of it. With, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Business partnerships. <laughs> uh -huh. You can say that and just keep walking. And then the people who say, they just like stare at me and size me up as I went by. I didn't believe you were start leading this or we got to put some more yeah. Uh, yeah. adjectives in front of that. So. Um, when we started our business partnership, and I'm just keep saying partnership. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I remember Glenda Gogol was a big help to us. Yeah, uh, she started. was our banker. She was our banker, um, uh, uh, and uh, she set us down. Yeah, and it's like you know, you boys don't need to go to partnership. You don't need to be partners. You know, partnerships are hard, and you might lose a friendship. And I think me and you kind of looked at each other like. We're not friends. <laughs> I mean, you know, like... I, I don't like, like Well, him. you know, the, which was true. I mean, I know you said yeah, joking, but yeah. it was true. But I think the flip side of that is, I don't know if either one of us had anything to lose. Oh, yeah. I was moving back. I was painting. Nothing... I mean, I, that put a foot on the table. Nothing wrong yeah. with painting. 
Um, it's not like you were coming in with a million dollars and I was coming in with nothing or vice versa. Or, oh yeah. It's like we were we were equal. We were entering on an equal level. What else we got? Which there? was the basement. You know, it's like either we go up together or we. You know, yeah. it it, it, it kind of was what it was, yeah. I guess. And the, the thing about partnerships is, what is your lane in the partnership? You know, I was the business he side of like the preacher now. I, <laughs> well, he's pretty good at it. <laughs> I, I I was the business side of things, and you were production. You know, there wasn't two guys doing production. No, yeah, because we, we, if there's two guys in the same place at the same time, what's the point in having a partnership? And I would say that's probably one reason why we were as successful as what we were is because we knew where we belonged and what yeah. we did. People would call me, "Hey, is Michael there with you?" Well, no, Michael's not here with me. You know, he's out. I don't know where Michael is yeah. right, right right now. He's doing um, what Michael And I get the same thing. Josh come out today? Well, why would he come out? Yeah. <laughs> no, I remember a time when, uh, I don't know, do you know the story about whenever you guys were setting trusses on Brett's house? Brett uh, Kraskoff's? No. Yeah. Okay, this is funny. So he started talking to me about construction. Yeah. Brett is? Yeah. So remember Brett's how, the home remember how the those, yeah. Remember how those trusses like had one piece and another piece went on top of it? Yeah, the piggybacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Piggybacks. That's what we call them. And <laughs> I point exactly. I knew how much they cost. I knew that as well. Don't worry. Yeah, I know how much they cost. Yeah. Uh, and I remember Brett, like you guys are like getting the crane and it's all business, you know, and he's still, I'm standing over there with me, taking pictures. <laughs> you know, that's what we had. Going on MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> on MySpace. <laughs> Uh, and uh, Brett, you know, Brett's trying to talk to me about it. I'm like, yeah, how about that? You know, trying to give him answers of some mm-hmm. nature. And finally, he asked me how something worked. And I looked at him and said, he said, he said, now, how do those trusses, you know, go together? And that. And finally, I looked at him and said, Brett, I don't know. How does a laptop go together, dude? <laughs> and he just looks at me. I look at him. Thank God he started laughing. <laughs> so, anyhow, the, the point is we had different responsibilities. A lot of times I see guys like, Hey, you're a good carpenter. I'm a good carpenter. Let's start a business together. Yeah. And maybe that does work. My question is, why do you need two of them? Well, we... I can't go into business with myself. I know that much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> if, I, if there was somebody just like me, there's no way we'd be able to be business partners like you and I were. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, same way. I mean, yeah. you know, and, uh, and, and we respected each other's lanes. And we were always in communication. And I'd have questions. And I'd make suggestions. And, and, and same way... From, from that direction, but but we had different responsibilities. Um, I think oh. some partnerships just needs to be one owner and your buddies just are really well paid, you know? Right. I would also say that probably one thing that never came up in our 10 years of business is like you trusted me or I trusted you. Yeah. I, I mean, that, that, was, that was never a question mark of whether Josh is laundering money or, or you know, creaming off the top here, or this, that, or the other. Um, that's probably the biggest underlying foundation we had for everything we did. There was a lot of trust. There was never a, you know, well, I noticed you went to Florida for two days longer than I went to Florida. Yeah. You know, so, uh, or you weren't counting the hours I worked. I didn't count the hours you worked. Yeah. You know, I noticed, you know, I mean, he had a job to do. I had a job to do. And that happens for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's not far fetched at all. Yeah. Uh, Although but, I don't know between, how much you can to your, launder money. But to your point, the trust and then everybody knowing their job, I guess you call it a job within the partnership or their yeah. lane, mm-hmm. uh, was a big deal. Because mm-hmm. um, people try to go into business with us. Remember that? Yeah. And we tried to buy out other businesses. Yeah. And, and you know, I remember one of the gentlemen trying to, and a good dude, uh, you know, he wanted it in. And we were like, you know, what? 
what are you going to contribute, you know? And Well, and back to your point is, you we knew what you did, you knew what I did, and we couldn't fit him into the puzzle. He wanted to do what I did. Yeah. Oh, was that fair to say? Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm already doing that, so. Right. And my name's on the sign, so. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, yeah, it's, uh, but I'll tell you what, I will say this, um, knowing everything I know now, I'd probably still do it all over again because oh, for the, sure. the the relationships and the things we learned and, and I wouldn't be where I'm at today without doing that. It provided a good living for us. I mean, I know your last one you acted like we were poor. I mean, you know, there are real poor people in the world and you yeah. know, we're, we're blessed to not be one of them. Yeah. No, uh, it, our... uh, it, it, was, uh, it was a unique experience. It was a learning experience and it was a good experience. So uh, in the 10 years or so that you were in business, would you guys both consider that this was a successful business venture? Yeah, I mean, we didn't, yeah. we didn't, we didn't close it down bankrupt. I mean, we had money in our pocket at the end of it. <laughs> yeah. Me and him are still friends. Yeah. I mean, our yeah. name is still well known and recognized. It was, uh, a, it was a good, it was a good run. It served its purpose at the time it did, and yeah, no, I have no regrets. It was good. We didn't meet the goals we set out for ourselves. Other than that, we were 100% successful. And which, we might, have been, we might have been naive on the, the, the kind of goals that we had. I, I don't know if naive is the word, but we were ambitious. I, 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 can't, I shouldn't say we didn't meet the goals. I think we seen the projections of where we were going, and we knew if we stayed out for another 10 years, neither one of us was going to get there. And, yes. and, and we were smart enough to say, you know, the what's the definition of insanity? He's doing the same thing over and over again, expect a different result. You know, we kind of knew it was time to change. And, and the labor, the work, the stress of owning that type of a business was real, it can be pretty high. Yeah. Is that fair to say? Yep. So is the... And there was a bunch of different things kind of working on us at the same time. And I wouldn't say there was one straw that broke the camel's back, but finally yeah. it's enough's enough. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. you got to... Everybody deserves to be happy in life. Everybody deserves to do what they want to do. And it was it was time. It was it was time. You, you asked a question about our biggest disagreement. Are we out of time? Are you closing uh, up? Is that what you're Oh, no, with? no, not at all. I'm trying to hit a few points before so, we before get into this. Before we get into the biggest disagreement, I got a, I got a question for uh, Josh, and I've never asked him this before. And it's not, it's not as crazy me. as you think it is. <laughs> I just got here. <laughs> so, so I started YouTube technically the last year you and I were in business together. Okay. And I don't think I told you I was doing YouTube for about the first maybe four or five months. I don't know if you didn't tell me that. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I... <laughs> Valid point. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't know I was doing YouTube until somebody called him. <laughs> somebody called me? Well, one of my fans off your number on the side of my truck. No, it was the first half of this video. That's not how I found out. <laughs> I, knew, I knew you, you had... Uh, <coughs> so, well, well, Logger Wade was hitting it big. Yeah, Logger which we're all we're good friends with Logger yeah. Wade. So, of course, I didn't tell anybody I was doing YouTube because I didn't know if I was going to do YouTube or not. I was just going to throw a couple videos up and see what happens and go it, from there. It also sounds kind of strange being an adult saying, oh, yeah, I walk around talking to myself with a Yeah, I mean, it's not like, I mean, as cool as it sounds, it's really not that cool when you're doing it. No. I mean, that's, let's face it. So you should try and do it with a Russian My answer. question for Josh is, whenever you did find out I was doing YouTube, what was your thoughts? You didn't tell me about it until it was kind of, kind of catching traction. Yeah, I probably had I probably had close to a thousand subscribers before you found out, which I started in November and yeah. I had a thousand subscribers around. Months. Which I mean, at that point, I was like, well, "That's pretty cool. <laughs> you got a thousand subscribers." Which is, I mean, I have seventy-two. You yeah. know, I mean, but I mean, so we I, should mention that you do have a YouTube channel. Technically, I have a YouTube channel. It's, it's really, for, it's in your it's notes. really it's for in folks at church yeah. to hear my sermons if they're What's sick the, or the COVID it's pandemic. It's a cool name, though. What's the name of it? It's, uh, we'll preach for food. <laughs> and he's we'll not preach. hungry. He promises. 
Yeah, we'll <laughs> preach for food. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, I was doing YouTube. We, we I mean, technically, we were still Simon Harris at that time. Yeah. And I started YouTube. I think you told me at Marcy's at lunch one day. You're like, look here. I'm like, what do you mean you got YouTube? Yeah, because it started, well, you were going to find out. It just started catching on. It was pretty clear at this point that it might go somewhere, which we're still hoping it goes somewhere, but that's on their story. So I guess what was your, like, I know what Jenna's initial thoughts were. Jenna's initial thoughts were, that's a stupid, you're wasting your time. It's never going to happen. Whenever I found out about it, once again, you had over a thousand subscribers. I knew we had you had Wade as your friend. Uh, at that point, I think he was already on yeah, History Wade, Channel or about well, to be on no, History Channel. We knew he was going to be on Axe Man, but the world didn't. Okay, so I thought he was actually filming at that time, and I, I knew what Wade was doing, mm -hmm. and uh, which a lot of people I don't think still know that in our own home county yeah, Wade's which done. Is, that's a county issue that's sad but yeah but, so anyhow um, I thought well heck why not you know and I realized that you know, as I was watching the videos I'm like you're actually like starting your camera recording driving forward then stopping it <laughs> then coming back and getting your camera and editing all that aren't you he's like yeah I'm doing that all right I mean, you know, it kind of like, don't take this in the wrong no, way but yeah. for you to take the time yeah, that was a big step. To do that just blew my mind because you don't take the time to put keys back. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know. So now, do you know his philosophy on fries versus hamburger and when, like, the order of operation falls? In he there? is the pickiest eater the world has this ever. Is but he's not got being order. picky. This is hold just... on. I need to turn your microphone down. Mine? No, his. Order? Okay. Well, I'm not sure. Yeah, so th he can't talk now. I think but... you muted me so nobody can hear me. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I know. It's actually a point on my little uh, plan here. But anyway, so uh, no, it's not that one. <laughs> so Mike's got it figured out that if he gets a burger and fries, he's got to eat the fries first because the burger will stay warm longer. It's got more mass. I don't know what to say to that. I mean. Are you surprised? I don't. I've tried to. When we would be on. If we were out of town. He loves, I can't believe you don't have like Steak and Shake sponsorship. I know, or Pepsi. Uh, I guess I should turn him up now. Or Pepsi. We can let him talk again. But yeah, he's very, very, very particular in eating. I remember like our first Christmas party, I was buying the food and he started chiming in and I'm like, just stop. <laughs> stop. Like, I don't care. He's like, this is in my lane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, no, you don't get the card. No, yeah. it's not yours. One time I showed up, so we're, we're in Columbus, Indiana. It's been a hot, hot job. Remember that oh, job? Oh, yes. Yeah, I was miserable. Uh, uh, Joshy needs a job, and the boys are hungry. So I'm going to go to the grocery store, and, and we, we need to stay on the job as the weather we, or we, something. We were, we were out of town. We had a deadline to get it done that week, and we were, so, we were working long hours. So I'm going to be the good guy, you know, and I'm going to get the oh, – we're going to have to eat lunch meat sandwiches on the job site. That was just apparent. So right. uh, I go to get the Gatorades and stuff, and buy the lunch meat and the bread and stuff. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get Boar's Head. You know, get the nice fancy cheeses and stuff and kind of right. spread it out. I mean, we're not talking about steak dinners here. Yeah. But I'm saying I'm going to treat the guys to a nicer lunch meat sandwich. Gourmet thing. lunch meat. Yeah. yeah. Gourmet delicacy. So, Michael, so the guys are like, oh, thanks for the nice cheese, Josh. And, you know, oh, roast beef and oh, board's head. You know, they're, they're, they're showing appreciation. Right. You know, Michael goes up and looks at it. Where's the damn turkey? Do they not have the cheese that's in the plastic? <laughs> the, the, the singles? Why does that not surprise me? What, the where, are the, where are the shrink craft? Uh, like bologna, you know, the round ones. And I'm like, Michael, we got... And the guys were like, shut up, Michael. He got good stuff. <laughs> I don't think he ate. Just that would drink Pepsi. Yeah, that too sounds busy, about right. Too busy working. Nah. 
Was there a point to that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was accomplished for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, what were we even talking about? I see you guys all sidetracked now. We well, don't. we're supposed to talk about the disagreement. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we were talking about me starting a YouTube channel and, yes. and your your thoughts on that. No, no I, I thought it could go just because I'd seen what Wade had done, and and I mean, I I, think- I, I thought. And I saw what you had put out, and I thought, I guess this could go, you know. So my my whole to your point, everybody, you know, I want to bring this up as Wade had been on me for years about starting a YouTube channel. I didn't have time. I was too busy running around managing projects. And one thing we should add is I was still managing all the projects for Simon Harris. And I'd still try to sneak in a small excavating job on the weekend or the evenings or something. So my time was consumed. And whenever we made the decision to, excuse me. Um, uh, work our way out of Simon Harris that transition year. I'm thinking, well, I'll have some time with myself. And, and Simon Harris's workload was much less that last year, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, you know what? If I'm ever going to start a YouTube channel, now's the time to do it. So I'm going to have all this free time because I'm getting rid of Simon Harris. I don't know if getting rid of but, you know, Simon Harris is phasing out, so I'm going to have YouTube can replace that. And of course, you know, I like to, if I'm going to do something, it's worth doing it right. So that was kind of my thought process behind the timing of starting. YouTube and and now hindsight being twenty twenty two years later, twenty twenty get it? It's like actually twenty twenty. Gotcha. He's so funny. <laughs> Can I hit the table again? Yeah, yeah. go right. There you go. Uh, oh, I don't have time for YouTube, but I don't have no choice anymore. But the back time, for, I do have time for YouTube, but it's it's consumed more time than I intended on it was. But it's also I was very surprised. The first uh, the our last projects when he started like getting serious about filming for YouTube. Like, he would just, like, stop working. Right. You know, like, concrete's here. And he's like, I'm going to set up the... Like, we'd, we we would build things to <laughs> put the camera under. Oh, yeah, you know about that one. You know, that basement might have been after years. And yeah, it, the I basement mean, was after. You know, he, he, would, he would stop production. I'm not, I'm not mad. I mean, but, you know, yeah. I just noticed how he would... Very uncharacteristic for me. Yes, and, and to get a different shot or, you know, fly the drone overhead or, you know, um, I don't know what, you know. It, 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 it took a significant amount of, amount of time. I, it, it does take time, I guess. Is yeah, it does take time. I mean, I, as the years have went on and I've done more and more videos, I got much more efficient at it. Um, we're actually going to do a podcast with Farmer Chris about that because he's probably a customer of mine as far as being a customer for a YouTuber because right. a lot of people think well do you back charge them for the time do they get all of these off of it do they get this that and so that's cover- a good point Farmer Chris <laughs> <laughs> Farmer Chris is a parishioner of mine <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're going to do a, we're going to do a podcast with Farmer Chris at some point as far as what it's like to being a customer of a YouTuber so get another right. shameless plug in there but uh, as time went as time went on I'd say my video quality went up and the time I put into the videos has went down you know, I've kind of figured out how to be efficient at it, how to uh, do it in a timely manner, and still get a still get a product. But I was just kind of curious. You know, me and you never really ever talked about it because it was always all business, and I mean, not. I don't think you really cared about what I was doing as far as YouTube, and we kind of knew the end was inside. So I thought it was cool. I mean, I'm happy. Yeah, for but success, I mean, as far but... as having. I don't know input. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but it was just, it just never come up in conversations when we were sitting around talking about spreadsheets or anything else. No, I mean we, we talked about YouTube a lot once yeah, it started. I mean it was, but it, I didn't I didn't I didn't have any input into right, it. It right. was more of like, well, what would you do? That's but cool. I don't think I ever straight up asked you your thoughts of 
Yeah, you know, start, I never come to you and said, Josh, I'm starting YouTube. What do you channel. think? Do you yeah, think? you know, you yeah, never did. Yeah, that. Yeah. I guess that's what I'm trying to go. Yeah, you, so. you never did. I had no idea until you were probably uh, over a thousand. Yeah, years. I was probably close to And I think you told me at Marcy's. I'm like, really? <laughs> now I got to control his volume again for this one. But do you think there may have been a reason that he waited until he was somewhat successful to tell you about it so you couldn't kind of, you know, shoot his ego down? Uh, no, I knew Jenna did that pretty well and she was yeah. successful. At least that's what I hear, right? She laughed at you? Yeah. That's, oh, you want to talk again? Sorry. So whenever uh, I come, I actually got a video coming out on this. I don't know when this podcast will air compared to what I got going on. But uh, I was mowing my front hill in front of my house with the John Deere 120. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of people don't know this, but it's also where my dad got killed, which I don't talk about a whole lot. And I just remember sitting down there. Wade had been in my ear about starting a YouTube channel. And I was down there where the accident happened. And I was mowing this hillside with the excavator. And I thought, you know what? This is kind of cool. Maybe maybe it's worth trying. And we we just, I think a week or two before that, which it would have been in November, we kind of made the decision that 2018 was going to be our last year. Or 2019 was going to be our last year. 2019 was going to be our last year. We, we, we Yeah. Um, I mean, we, we, we thought that would it would look much drastically different. Yeah. Whatever you know, so I wouldn't say we made the final decision, but we, we had had several conversations. Things were about to change. So, you know, uh, there's just, I'm sitting down on an excavator. I'm on this hillside. I'm, you know, there where, where the accident happened. Me and him just had conversations about, you know, a huge transition. And I thought, you know what? Maybe this is, maybe it's worth trying this YouTube thing. What, you know... What the heck? You know, Wade just signed yeah. the deal with History Channel. He's going to be on Axman. Nobody really knew where that was going to go. Mm-hmm. So I come home that night and took a shower. And we're uh, talking to Jenna. And I said, I, th- I think I'm going to start a YouTube channel. And she straight out horse laughed me. <laughs> I mean, just horse laughed me. I said, what's so funny? She's like, you don't even like having your picture taken. What are you going to do? Walk around and talk to a camera? Which is a valid point. Yes. It was a valid point. I'm like, do you not have any faith? Whatever. So... True story. I said, you got to help me with this? I said, I might need some help with this. She's like, yeah. So she agreed to help me, and she edited my first video. Like, she legit did my first video. I was wow, in, how the times have changed. I have looked over her shoulder, and I told her everything to do, but she actually did it. And I, I realized that. I do too. I realized very quickly that that was not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the first time I've heard I mean, that's a cool story. I had no yeah. idea that you kind of made that decision down there. I know yeah. where your dad passed and away. And I actually got a video coming up which is the year two year anniversary of it kind of talking about it a little bit doing mm-hmm. that actually doing the same job because i mow that every two years right then video the first time so i actually got a video the second time so anyways um so i kind of just did my own thing for like a month like i was making videos editing videos and posting videos and didn't even tell jenna about it and all of a sudden it started catching a little bit of fire one day and i told her i said this may have a chance and she horse laughed me again and the first YouTube check came in. All of a sudden, it was a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> how, when did you come? I've never heard this story. When and how did you come up with the term Dirt Perfect? Like, well, that's I, a, I just found that out, and I've never asked that. Just, no, here's my channel. It's called Dirt Perfect. That's, like, that's a good name, but yeah, I never. That's actually, that's actually a good story. So uh, I wanted it to be Dirtball TV. That's what I wanted to call my channel. It was Dirtball TV. I thought it was Dozer Dad. Well, I'm getting there. Oh, sorry. So... Um, yeah, I, I was dead set on Dirtball TV. Jenna thought that was the god awfulest name ever. And she's asking all of her friends, which are females, not in the dirt business. They all thought it was the horriblest idea ever. So I'm like, she's like, you can't. Horriblest. Yeah, horriblest, yeah. <laughs> Most horriblest. Yeah. Jeez. So anyways, you can't be Dirtball TV, so I'm all heartbroken. So then we came up with the name Dirt Perfect. And everybody seemed to like Dirt Perfect, and everybody was okay with Dirt Perfect. 
So I had it as Dirtball TV, then I changed it to Dirt Perfect, and then you guys know how good I am at spelling. I spelt Dirt Perfect wrong, so I had to go in and fix it. Okay? <laughs> That's I'm perfect. laughing with you. I'm I know. laughing with you. I don't I'm, care. I know yeah. I suck at spelling it in English and the whole language. But, so the uh, whole language? <laughs> maybe Russian. Try that. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I changed it. I, I had it as Dirtball TV. I changed it to Dirt Perfect and spelled it wrong. I changed Dirt Perfect to the correct spelling. Yeah. And then I come up with Dozer Dad. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. That's what my channel name was going to be was Dozer Dad. Well, YouTube won't let you change your name more than three times in 30 days. <laughs> so I was stuck with Dirt Perfect. <laughs> Which is also how Logger Way got stuck with Logger Way. Which is also how Logger Way got stuck with Logger Way because he wanted yeah. to be something else. Can, can, can I make yeah. I, one of the things I've noticed about your all's YouTube community, which I, you know I'm not a part of, and that's you know, but you guys call each other. The first time I met him, I didn't know what Jason Works a Lot was, oh. <laughs> uh, and and he was in the market, and uh, you said hi. You know, this is my friend Jason Works a Lot. And I'm like, <laughs> works J- Jason's your name? <laughs> and then I think you're like, that's his YouTube channel, and I've always you know I always called Wade Wade. And something about me here today, I called him Logger Wade. Yeah. Like, I always thought, that's so weird that college are like Dirt Perfect and Logger Wade. There I am, like Logger Wade. Yeah. Uh, you know, anyhow, it's just interesting. When you guys talk amongst yourselves, like it's just, is it, it's Jason and Mike and Wade or how does I, that? You know, I don't know. I've never really it's, thought of Because you introduced him to me the first time as Jason Yeah, Works I didn't remember that actually. Uh, that's actually not the first time I met you. When did we meet? Well, you guys were cleaning out your office. <laughs> You're filing away all the awards you didn't want anymore. Oh. <laughs> that was a sermon one time. About, yeah, that's another story. Yeah. Yeah, that's a whole other uh, story about how you take video clips from my YouTube channel and turn them into sermons at church. Well, that was another sermon, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we need to go to So that. the one wherever, uh, where was he, he was in the cab. Yeah, actually Chris. he was there for the video. Yeah, yeah and, and you... Uh, actually, it's and, all his fault. And Chris sprayed... Him and Pat with corn. Oh, that is a good story. Like and see, story. Pat, Pat's uh, on my church board. He goes to my mm-hmm. church. And he backed up and knocked Pat over. Yeah. Everybody loved that. I showed that at church. I'm glad but that you, you got that correct. I guess that's okay that I ripped that off of you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't care. You showed him. I'm okay with Pat. He's the one who ended up I on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> he, he tackled an innocent bystander. That was great. <laughs> yeah. There was, a, there was a request that I played at the end of the service, too, which I did. <laughs> <laughs> That was that was a good day. I remember sitting in that combine and asked Chris. So we need to recap this story real quick. So oh, I did a large. Off. I did a, well. Nobody knows what we're talking about. I did, oh, okay. I did a large clearing job, and Chris was harvesting it for the first time. You were riding in the machine with Chris. Yeah. You asked Chris how much does it cost to run a couple of bushels of corn I on said, my no, head. I said about how much money do you make every couple seconds coming out of this auger? <laughs> he looked at me funny. He's like, well, I never thought of it like that. I said, I just want to know how much I got to give you so to pump I see, some of this I see the mic. combine pull up. Yeah. I hear the auger come on. I know what's about ready to happen. So I take off running. I don't look behind me and I just tackle Pat. I mean, yeah. I mow him down like a football player and he's videoing it from the cat. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. And, I mean, the moral of the story is that Chris basically said, oh, I don't care how much it costs. I'll do it for free. <laughs> and it's funny whenever Pat Temple gets knocked over. <laughs> of course, it's funny. The story would be a whole lot more funny if you actually knew Pat. And uh-huh. uh, Did you get corn on you? I don't think I did. Oh, we'll try again this year. Everybody got a good laugh, and Pat got a sore knee out of it. <laughs> what do you guys think? My wife's going to pick up my son from practice instead of me. Let's just see what comes back. Can <laughs> you pick up Dub? We'll see what happens. Oh, speaking of Dub, about names. Uh huh. Before we came here, you, you know how sometimes you 
don't tell your kids the whole truth about where you're going. They want to go too. And, you know, so that, <laughs> and, and Michael's kids are here. They want to come play with them. And this now and remember, that. Josh, I don't edit this. That's fine. Okay. So uh, the this is a story about it's not a story about you, but uh, I said, uh, "Where are you going?" They said, "Where are you going, Dad?" And my, my son asked, and I said, "We're going to Michael's house to meet one of his friends." And he said, "Is it Jason works a lot?" Oh, <laughs> and I'm like, "Yes, it is. Jason works a lot." <laughs> You know, so. All right, so we got to. Here's the verdict. Thumbs up. Oh, doing good tonight. I got her some dark field bed for her (laughs) landscaping today. (laughs) They were out at Moses. Look at you go. All right, so the um, the, the 10 years we were in business, we covered some of the high points. Nobody goes and works together for 10 years without having some arguments. Oh, gosh. So. Yeah. What would you say are, I think we'd probably agree on which one was our biggest fight. I call it Bill Goffman's Garage. Yes, Bill Goffman's Garage. So, we love Bill Goffman. Yeah, so can yeah. I tell my side of Bill Goffman's Garage, then you can tell your it's side. This probably this, you tell it, it's probably the same side, yeah. So anyways, this is, I'm going I'm to just hit the high points of all this, is we just got done building a couple houses. And, and that's what we were. I'm getting there, calm down. He's we, already, we, he's we, already we, No, 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 himself. no, that, I mean... Just to, hey, this is I'm going to let you this, talk. This is not take two on big fight. This Go is... for it. I know. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just saying this. I was trying to explain my mindset and why it was a fight. But you, you, you tell the story I'll, I'll, and then I'll, I'll come in at the end. I'm yeah, sorry. Okay. I'm doing what I said I wouldn't do. <laughs> I can cut your microphone too now. <laughs> I like this uh, COVID filter. That's yeah. why. Is that what this is? Yeah, that's that's exactly what. So, that anyways, the, the 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 gist of this story was we we had built probably three four houses in a row. I don't remember, but Josh had three or four contracts in the works, but none of them were signed yet. And we were getting, we we're closing in on the end of these houses. We were coming to the end. We were a month or two away of coming to the end of these houses. And uh, one of the guys here in Derby come to me and said, hey, we build me a garage. And I said, well, let me, you know, I talked to Josh or whatever. And Josh is like, well, we're not building that garage. We're not garage builders. We're building houses. I got, I got three houses. I said, well, you got these contracts signed yet? He says, no, but they're all, they're all for sure bets. Not true. <laughs> so, he'll get his chance. So, anyways, uh, I don't know. I don't remember the amount of time that went by, but a week or two, maybe a month went by, and, and these contracts weren't signed yet. So, I tell Bill Goffin that we're going to build his garage because I want to make sure we can. Because we were going in the winter, I think. It was in the fall for sure. I know we built his garage in the winter. Yeah, that, that may be. So, I was like, man, I said, we need... I want to make sure we had something because at this point we had a crew. I think we had two full-time guys, uh, Josh and Blake. But it, it, nevertheless, so anyways, I commit to building Bill Goffman's garage, and he's not happy about it because we're not garage builders; we're home builders. So I'm like, but you don't have any contracts, son. He's like, I got three of them. They're going to be building. How are we going to build a garage? We're building all these houses. I'm like, well, we don't have any contracts. This is a done deal. So this is the. That's paraphrasing it. So anyways, long story short, all three contracts ended up falling through, and the only thing we had to do that year was build Bill Goffman's Well, not that year, and I'm not sure if all three fell through. At the end of the story, I hate to admit this, uh, big picture Michael was right. The details are wrong. The important part here was I was right. I don't know about so that. What, <laughs> so what I, you know, we were, we, we had, like you said, a few employees at that time, which was a big deal for us. Yeah, that's a big, big expense. Big I felt a huge pressure on my shoulders. So not only am I trying to get those 
contracts buttoned up and signed. I'm looking. I'll we'll have to add it. I'm looking. Point, it's my turn. Whatever production. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. Gosh. Here we go. Here we go. There you go. Go ahead. Oh no, you can yell at. Oh, you turned me down. Or no, you I turned him down. Oh, okay. It's your turn. I just take it. Where was I at? I just you so. Uh, so, um, I was trying to find other houses. Right. And I was really hoping we can get some of those to pan out. I didn't get the plans. I, I had like a, a small window of where I would have loved to get the plans. So I got to start bidding on it. I didn't get them that time. So And then I found some other stuff to bid on. So I went to, to, to bidding on those. Hoping to God that we weren't starving that winter. Right. Or that, 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 that. And you said the year. It wasn't the year. But, but ultimately, uh, you know, Michael became... It was a point of contention between us. Why aren't you getting a bid together for that garage? You know, I'm like, I'm bidding on houses that cost a lot more than that garage. You know, this well, and that. And to his point, the jobs he were bidding on were a lot more profitable than what than what I was wanting to do, which was build off his garage. But I was gambling that we'd get them. Right. But mine was a sure bet. I mean, it was a done deal. You mm-hmm. know, I, I mean, that was the yeah. So. Um, so we had a fight right here in the garage about <laughs> how ironic in a garage. Yeah, in this garage <laughs> of, of, about it was a loud fight. Yeah, you know about uh, why we. Well, he, I, I knew he wasn't excited about building that garage, and I wanted to make sure we had work because I seen I would much rather figure out how to do work too much work than not have any work at all. Right. And I think the biggest argument or the biggest reason for the fight was that I committed to the garage without his approval. We know it, we had talked about it a few times, but he wasn't really excited about it because we were home builders, not garage builders, and yada yada yada. So that's I think if I remember right, I, you come here to confront me because you found out that I told Bill we were building this garage. No, I didn't know that. I, that's that's not the way I remember it. I thought okay. you were just mad at me because I had not given him a bid yet. I don't know. I don't think I came here to discuss that, but it came up while I was yeah, here. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. I mean, keep in mind, this is pretty early in our relationship. Yeah, yeah. This is probably two so years. So we had a good screaming match, and to Michael's credit, once again, I hate to do this. <laughs> Why am I doing that so much tonight? I, well, well, I have other stories where Michael looks like a complete idiot. <laughs> awesome. We're going to get to To Michael's credit, too. he's the one that walked away from that. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, and then Reagan. Uh, Chris. Our, yeah, one of our employees at the time. Or I don't know if he was, was he employer. Uh, I don't think he was working for us. I think he was working for me at the time. That that, 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 that might have been. Um, but you know, I think he asked. Well, he was working for us, but he asked you if he still had a job on Monday morning. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Because he he kind of floated back and forth yeah. there a little bit. Yeah. And what did kind of, you tell him? Huh? I said, told him, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I had. I mean, Look, if, if you if you can't in all walks of not going to preach here, but in, in whatever you're doing, if you can't have uh, strong with people with strong opinions uh, and if you spend this much time together there's going to be some heated exchanges if at the end of that you can't come back together then you probably don't need to go into business well whenever we're sitting there having this knockdown drag out fight and I we was, weren't we were throwing no we, no 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 not at all but I wasn't um, I was mad in a wet hand I mean I was I was pissed but never did I ever think that you know we were going to not be in business together no, that, that you know what I mean that on. that it was kind of, I don't want to compare it to a marriage because we were making jokes about partnerships, but I mean, like divorce wasn't an option in that. We were going to have yeah. to figure it out. Yeah. Uh, you knew very clearly where I stood. I knew very clearly where you stood. And we were going to have to find the middle ground in that. And I think part of the frustration was we didn't, we, have, we didn't have a house. Yeah. So we're both frustrated. And, yeah. and how are we going to meet this goal? We're not in agreement right now of, of how to meet the goal. So 
And going forward, I mean, we always put houses first, but we always kept a list of odd jobs on the back burner that... Or properties to work on. And sometimes that really turned into a pain in the butt because we had the opposite problem, but we figured it was better to have that problem than the one we about had of nothing. Right. I'm trying to think of some other good fights we had. Well, we had squabbles here and there, but that was... That was probably the big daddy. That was a big one. So, so let's hear one of you won. I'm trying to think of one you won. <laughs> I'll tell you one I won. Right. And this is so childish. And do I look silly? Every time I talk, I do this. Do I look like an idiot? No. Actually, I can hear you a lot better that way. Very good. There you go. Perfect. Yeah, they need We're to coming. So if you can just get real close. Oh, to is this the one coming from the airport? Yes. Oh my God. It has nothing to do with construction. <laughs> This is the stupidest thing ever. But I was completely right, and he still won't admit it to this day. I'm ready for it. Let's go. I am not a... Um, <laughs> is Aaron, is aeronautical? What's it called? The plane engineers? Aeronautical. Aeronautical. That's a, that's a big word. You're asking me for big words? Yeah, I was just bad. Uh, whatever that kind of, yeah. you know. Aerospace would not be it. That would be like... Rocket astronauts. engine scientist guy. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow. A right brother. We're... First of all, we're, we, we've been in Vegas. And when we went to Vegas, I want to be clear, like, we, we, we had a good time. But at the same time, we were there for business. Yeah. yeah. We, we, we couldn't afford to go out there and blow money and not make connections and not find new products. So, you know, we were tired when we got back from Vegas because we had just worked a lot and been in meetings. This stuff. is the first Vegas trip? I don't no, know. No, this is probably the... Captain Kleeman was with us. Third or fourth. So this is not Michael Poopy Pants? This <laughs> is not Michael Poopy Pants. No, okay. He's talking about when you were sick. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Okay. This is probably two or three years later. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Poopy Pants. <laughs> <laughs> I got so, to throw something in every now and, and then. And we just have to argue about everything because we're like that. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And sometimes it's just entertaining. It's, oh, yeah. You know, so we're sitting there, and I forget how we're looking at one of the. We're, we're tired, we're coming back, and we're looking at the, the, uh, the plane. And Michael starts talking. I'm still about, right about this. No, you're not yes, right about it. Yes, I am. <sighs> Keep going. He started talking about how the engines under the under the, the plane would do this to provide a lift. No, that's not the, what I said. Yeah. I said I said if an engine's got if a plane's got enough thrust, it don't need it don't need wings for lift. Rocket. This is not this this is all lies. No, it's not true. I I, it's, I told him true. I said look that the engines stay fixed. You know they're providing the thrust, but the shape of the wing, because of the way the air flows over the wings, is what provides the lift. And I agree uh, with that. Uh, uh, I agree with that. You but if didn't you have at the time. Thrust, you don't need lift. We we, we fought to the point that it started getting serious. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you know because we started, you know, like we do get louder. So like so you know, imagine if that knob's not there. We yeah. keep talking louder to the other one. Can't. So in, the, in the, his defense, this is before planes had Wi-Fi, so we're arguing on the plane and we cannot Google it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we hit the airport, Joshua. <laughs> You so know, this, just type it away. The, how planes worked, argument never went away. Eventually, we're in um, what's that? Ripley County. Yeah. The the homeowners were building a house there, helping build a house. The homeowner's father was a like engineer for no, it was the guy for General Electric. Yeah, it was the guy up in Versailles. Yeah, it's Ripley yeah. County, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. His yeah, dad yeah, was yeah. an engineer on planes or something mm-hmm. for GE. And I'm like, he actually designed the motors. Yes. So I'm like. Thank God. <laughs> We're going to set a straight today. Stop the project. Forget about, you know. Yeah. Shut it down, boys. And, and I'm like, 
tell him how this works and engine, what provides the, the wing, what provides the, the lift and this and that. And he agreed with me completely at that point. Until I walked over there and gave my side of the story. Then Michael changed the story like he's trying to do now. And, <laughs> and, and what Michael does every time if he's wrong, he says, we were both right. <laughs> Have you, has he done that to you? We yes. were both right. As a matter of fact, yes. He was like, no, we were, you were wrong. I was right. Okay. So another thing that make that these are silly things that we fought over. Coming home from Vegas another year, I looked at this ugly face for seven days or whatever. Mm-hmm. We're forty five minutes from home. <laughs> yeah. Michael wants. The there, there's just a few places where Michael can eat a hamburger and not throw a fit like a child. He's like, hey man, let's you know, I'm I'm kind of hungry. You know, on the way home, we'll stop in and get a burger at Culver's and Gordon. I'm like, sounds good. I'm game. He pulls up to park. I haven't seen my family in, in, in you know, a week. Uh, he had, you know, we were 45 minutes from home. Mm-hmm. We're on the ground. And I'm like, do you need the bathroom or what are we stopping for? <laughs> and he's like, I don't want to eat in the truck. I hate eating trucks. I said, dude, we're 45 minutes from home. We've been gone. Like, let's get it to go. Yeah. You know? I'm the same way. <laughs> Which way? His way or mine? No, your way. Yeah. I'll and, sit in the car and eat. And, and he's like, I hate eating in trucks. Yeah. I'd just rather not eat then if we're going to have to eat it in the truck. I said, Michael, I'll drive. Yeah, at that point, he was driving. Yeah. I said, I'll drive if you want to. No, forget it. And he went through the drive-thru completely mad. <laughs> Jenna called. I'm just eating my hamburger on the way home. Like, whatever. <laughs> Jenna called uh, uh, called him up. And, you know, she, she's like, is, is everything okay? No, no, everything's not okay. Josh <laughs> keeps on complaining about the I said, I said, I'm not complaining. You're complaining. <laughs> Josh made me eat the truck. <laughs> yeah. He was so mad. That was another good. I don't know if we fought too much about serious things. I think that's a good thing. About right? biz, about biz. We didn't fight too much about business, did we? No, I mean, it's hard to explain. I mean, I, we had debates, but not fights. We were one thing we were really good at is is I'd have crazy hair brain ideas, you'd have crazy hair brain ideas, and we were good at bouncing them off each other and coming up with a plan. Yeah. Uh, we saw it from different angles. Yeah, you you would talk me into stuff. I'd talk you out of stuff, vice versa. Um, I think that's probably one reason we were as successful as what we were for as long as what we were. Is we weren't. I don't. I don't know. Set in our ways. We were willing to try stuff and get what, out of our comfort zone a little bit. One of Michael's best ideas that ever happened was whenever he wanted to build. Uh, ICF mobile homes. Remember that? <laughs> that was a thought. Yeah. Why yeah. is that just? This is one. Of, this was my plan. He was serious about this. This was my plan. It was genius. I'm listening. It was genius. I was going to build the ICF house without the concrete in it. Drive it to the lot. Pour the have little flaps on the on the roof to fold up. Pour the concrete down the wall. Yeah, but like in mobile homes, you're style. looking like uh, that's right. Somebody's going to be listening to this, and they're going to be a millionaire because they listen to me. Hashtag New Dura. <laughs> Are they doing that now? No, they're not okay. doing it. No, he's <laughs> like, building. How does that go down the road without blowing all over the place? Now, now we, we did build some tiny home. We built yeah. at least one tiny home out it of could ICF. Be done. It could be done. We I'm not sure it could be done efficiently, but it could be done. <laughs> well, yes, it can be done, but it makes no financial or efficient. <laughs> well, now you're just talking nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> stay in your lane. <laughs> yeah, no, stay in your lane over <laughs> Oh man, we, we, had, set, uh, we have a lot of dumb stories. Yeah, we had, I mean, 
we had a lot of good times too. I mean, Christmas parties and Vegas trips, and mm-hmm. my, so he's telling Vegas trips on me. I got one on. I got one on Josh. Okay, and then I, I want to hear about a Christmas party because I know you did Christmas. Parties. Yeah, we did Christmas parties. Well, actually, the Vegas trip kind of plays into the Christmas party a little bit. So neither one of us are big gamblers, and neither one of us gamble to make money. We just gamble for entertainment. Right. But Josh is a numbers guy, right? Yeah. So. His game, I mean, this is how big a gamblers we are. Like, his gambling budget for Vegas is like $300. We're going to go out there for a week, and he's only going to gamble $300. That's the first time my wife's ever heard that number. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so Josh, Josh down, of course, this is back whenever, you know, iPhones and apps, they're all this stuff's like becoming really big. So he downloads this, you know, Blackjack. Blackjack. No, there was joke. a card in the gift shop. Remember that little card? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what they get you. Gift shop. So Josh, uh, he comes up with this uh, whole new strategy to playing blackjack. It's called, was the Martingale Five or No Man Left Behind? Or uh, I changed it to No Man Left Behind, uh, the 90, Nightingale or something. Nightingale or something. Nightingale so strategy. He's got this. He's got this all figured out. He's gonna go to Vegas and he's gonna double his three hundred dollars. I didn't say that, <laughs> so but I, I had a strategy. Yeah, a strategy. <laughs> so we land in Vegas, and he can't wait to go try out this new strategy. So we ended up going downtown to the Four Queens that night. And basically his strategy is if you bet a quarter and lose, the next time you bet 50 cents. And if you lose, you bet a dollar. And if you lose, you bet two dollars. And you just keep doubling your bet until you win. And then you go back to your original bet. Okay? <laughs> That's basically his thing. So, so in 15 hands, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> he knows that for a fact, actually. So we were in Vegas. Had a bad luck. Had a lot of bad luck that night. So we were in Vegas for probably 20 minutes. And next thing I know, he spent like a hundred bucks on the table. That's not true. Like, I never dropped a hundred bucks for on Josh one is hand. Like, that never happened. Which for Josh is like insane. So, anyways, I don't remember. He had three hundred dollars bet, right? So he's down two fifty. He's like, "We need to quit. Go get." Pizza. It was one hundred and seventy-five dollars. I was down. <laughs> remember that, so, remember so that we, dealer though? No, Be, remember that okay. thing. So, anyways, we go. So he finally he's smart enough to quit. And I'm, I'm laughing pretty hard because I'm over betting, you know, $2 at a time. Yeah, he's I'm, calling everybody back home telling them. I thought I'd bet like $2 at a time, and I'm still maintaining the even, you know? Yeah. So we go sit down to eat pizza, and he is distraught. I mean, he is he is bothered by this. Like, he, he don't know what it is. He just got hit by, he just got hit by an airplane flying without wings. <laughs> Based on thrust. Based on thrust. And he is trying to figure this out. You know, like, how did this happen to me? I don't get it. You know, this was supposed to work. I'm listening to the car. And I'm over there like, probably just bad luck, Josh, you know? Moving on to other subjects. Remember that dealer, though? I kept... I'm sorry, I keep touching the table. No, no. I, I kept, uh, being from Southern Indiana, if I don't know a woman's oh, name, yeah. I kept calling her ma'am. It was a woman, right? I don't know. Still it, it seemed, I mean, I thought it was like a, a female name on the tag or something. And I, you know, I'm just trying to be polite. I'm losing. And she, she looked at me and she said, stop calling me ma'am. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, and I, that made me really nervous. Yeah. And then and I was sorry, like, sorry, ma'am. I said that. Yeah. <laughs> and Michael was going to say, you better shut up. I'm like, okay, well, let's go do something else. So the other one, uh, the other one I remember is whenever uh, we were like on, I don't know if it was lunch break. We ended up back at the hotel over lunch and we were staying at Hooters. And we walk in, there, there's a crap stapler there. And the dealer was like, oh, come over here and play. And me and Josh were like, he's like, you know how to play? I'm like, no. They're like, you know how to play? No. He's like, we'll show you how to play. Like, they can hear us arguing amongst themselves, you know. So, <laughs> they don't know how to whisper. Maybe they I'm know like, how to play. And they're pretty persistent that we're going to play craps. So I'm like, oh, whatever. You know, there's nobody else at the table. It's just us two. So we go down there. 
And next thing you know, we're like throwing money out, we're rolling dices, and we're winning all kinds of stuff. And Josh keeps, I bet if Josh asked once, he asked a hundred times, this is so cool, how do we lose? He'd roll a dice again, they get more money. I had wow. no idea what was happening, yeah, except for I knew the color clue. of my chips was changing quickly. <laughs> the colors I'd never had before. This goes on for like, right? 50, yes. like yeah. we started with $5 and we're up like 175 200 bucks. We were up, we were up 200 bucks. And Josh, every time, this is awesome, can you even lose? Like he's getting more and more confident with every every roll. We were doing just whatever they told us. To. Yeah, uh, we just... So then he rolls a seven, and it's all over. <laughs> and then, so, so it was like we, I have $200, which I came there $5. Yeah, like we had and, But I saw them scrape $100 away from me. <laughs> and I'm like, well, this is more than I came with, but we need to figure out how to play so, the yeah, so, so they're like, all right, throw them back up. And Josh is like, no, we need to figure out what happened. Yeah. Yeah. We need to go regroup. <laughs> So, like the whole me and him up, over lunch. Me and him are both on yeah, our phones. So the, whole like, way up the, the whole way up the room, I don't think we even said a word to each other. We're just like, we're just like dumbfounded to what just happened. So we're like Googling, you know. I think we played like two more times after that. I got, I got that. Wasn't the dealers are sitting there. They'll be back. We just didn't find it to be any fun. Once again, we were just there for fun. Yeah. We're not trying to make yeah. it. Yeah, we, yeah. So it, that, that, uh, that was our, I mean, we, we lost, we, we would have, we spent way more money on shows there than we yeah. ever did playing blackjack. Yeah. But uh, to your point with Vegas and Christmas parties, so Grandma had a blackjack tablecloth, so that ended up being the big thing at our Christmas parties. We'd sit there and play blackjack with quarters, you know, all the guys would have fun there and things. So. Yeah. Did you keep with the same strategy? or I was the dealer. <laughs> I was the house. And the house never loses. We lost. Yeah, the guys did good that year. But no, man, we had, uh, we had a good run at it. We had a good time. We did a lot to be accomplished. We did a lot to be proud of. We you know we accomplished sure. a lot. For sure. And... Uh, like I told him there, Dad, so I think one of the coolest things is, like he said, we're, we didn't really know each other before. We were, I'd say we were friends while we were in business, but we weren't good friends. We're probably better friends now than what we were when we were yeah, actually in business. We, we didn't regularly go out to eat on Friday yeah. or, you know, or, or, you know, we weren't, we didn't go to deer camp together and stuff. But, you know, you're doing what you're passionate yeah. about as far as uh, yeah. uh, ministry and any habitat even falls into that a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm back to doing dirt work, and somehow got into the YouTube world, and life's pretty good. We can't complain, man. And just the one other thing to, to say about partnerships, I think you know, everybody's got a bent. I know darn well there were Friday nights. Michael went home, and with his buddies that he watched NASCAR with or whatever, like you know, Josh Harris is an idiot. You know, he did this. I today. never did that with employees, though. No, 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 no. You got to uh, yes, you can't do that with employees. I'm not saying you said I was an idiot. I mean, you know, yeah, but, but yeah, but, you know, that, blowing off steam with, right. with with your buddies, like you know, everybody's entitled to vent. Yeah, yeah you got to have a venting place, mm-hmm. and if you go into business with a friend that used to be your venting place, you know, who do you vent to on Friday yeah. night? That that can be a, a, a real problem. So, but yeah, we had a, a good run. I'm proud of what we did. Um, everything has a season. Yep. So it, it ran its course. Yeah, that's the best way I know to put it. So. Yeah. Uh, I think in the interest of kind of wrapping it up, because we're about an hour and a half now, could you each give one piece of advice to somebody who could potentially be looking to start a career or a business as an entrepreneur, maybe not in this industry, but, you know. My, my biggest piece of advice I always give to everybody is tippy-toe your way into it. you got to get experience, and you got to get your name out there, and these people that just jump in eyeball deep in debt right from the get-go they, they're always behind the eight ball from the word go i'm not saying you don't need to be eyeball deep in debt at some point but you need to kind of get you need to dip your toe into the water 
kind of figure out what you're doing, what the business model needs to be, what, what your strong suits are going to be, where your profit's going to come from, and then you have a better idea how to direct your, direct your business and kind of once you decide to get both toes in the water and go full steam, you got a better idea what to do with it. That's my best piece of advice. I would say, I don't want to give the standard, you know, business school answer of have a plan, but, but, but have a plan. Some things, it's okay to have a good hobby. Some things it's okay to have a good side gig. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to go um, full time into something and make that your life's work, I mean, your, 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 your livelihood, your full-time occupation, um, just because it's fun, have a good plan. Is this um, manageable? Can it grow? Can you sustain your family? Know the difference between cash flow and profit. Just because a check comes in don't mean it's yours. That, that money needs to, to go out. H- have a good plan. And, and honestly, you, you, you've got to be just a little bit or a lot bit crazy. Yeah. And, 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 and a lot of this goes into the last podcast we did about, uh, you know, being self-employed is a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's why I guess I'm not actually crazy, but yeah. I mean, you're, you're going to have to. There was a lot of years we were the lowest paid people in our company. There, there were a few years. Yeah. You know, that's, it's just, just because you're self-employed don't mean you're rich. That's, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think the, the, the closing statement I would have on that is you got to have some goals. And that's kind of what led to our decision a little bit to change paths because we weren't meeting those goals. And to go back to the blackjack, you, you've got to know when it's time to walk away. Yep. Set, set that up front. Like, right. hey, if, if come 2024, I can't make this income or, you know, we're still at this, whatever that is for that individual person, know your walk away point. Um, and so write your plan with a timeline. I wouldn't say necessarily pepper in failure, but at least know when. You need to have some milestones. You yeah. need to have some milestones. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and there are going to be setbacks along the way. So don't, don't throw in the towel have- at your first setback, your second, your third, but, but know when enough. Tell yourself at this point, by the time the kids are this age, if we're not doing this, then or, or whatever that goal is for everybody, everybody's a different stage mm-hmm. in life, different place. Yep. All right. Well, I think that was good, and uh, that's a wrap. Was yeah. it? I feel so awkward. <laughs> <laughs> you like me? You talk with your hands, and it's hard to do that with microphones. Yeah, touching the table. But um, uh, thank you, Josh, for yeah coming out and sitting down with us. Uh, it's cool to catch up with him. We still talk quite a bit, but it's been a while since we sat down and yeah have a long conversation. That's yeah, awesome. and uh, this has been a, a few points from Perfect Podcast episode <laughs> five. To say the least. To say the least. Yeah. Uh, if you've got comments or suggestions for a future podcast, leave them down below. Send us an email. A few points from Perfect at yahoo.com. Thanks, guys. See ya. See ya. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.